What's up, guys? Um, it is Super Bowl Sunday, just hours before the game. Um, so Derrick Rose is back on the Knicks somehow. Um, so the the Pistons got Dennis Smith Jr. in a second round pick. I guess it's kind of smart, but um, it's not that it's not that good of a trade. Um, coming back to some NFL very quickly, too, um, Aaron Rodgers was named MVP, Aaron Donald barely, barely got Defensive Player of the Year for the third straight year, I believe, um, and then, obviously, Derrick Henry got Offensive Player of the Year, that was pretty obvious that that was going to happen, because he had 2,000 rushing yards. Mm. And then I've mentioned this a lot before, but with with Eric Fisher out and having Mitchell Schwartz out, that really hurts the Chiefs because now, obviously, Shaq Barrett and JPP, Jason Pierre-Paul, um, with those two that are going to be blitzing on that tackle position, that's going to put them at a disadvantage. And Shaq Barrett already had a big, big game in the championship game. So now are you thinking, is is there going to be much time in the pocket? And then and then that's the thing. If, if he's pressured, that's going to make his throws a bit wobbly sometimes. And then they have Devin White and Levante David cleaning things up underneath and and in like little hook curls and hard flats. So I think that to start the game off, I think that the Bucks should have their linebackers. I think that they should have at least one of them in a hard flat, specifically the one that's better in coverage, Levante David. If they can get him, if they have him in a hard flat covering, because it's been like, because... The thing is, Travis Kelsey was was running a lot of underneath and flat routes in, in the championship game and in the Browns game in the divisional round. So, expect to see that again. But then, if they have that going, then they can stop doing that. And then, the defense is going to notice that, so they're going to get out of that defense. So, that's what I think that they should do. Um, and then I think that another spot where the Bucks have another small advantage is the wide receiver core. It's, it's only because they have a bunch of guys, like, sometimes these are people that you've never heard of, but they're still making ginormous plays. So, first of all, you got one of the best trios in the NFL because you got Mike Evans um that that's a Pro Bowl wideout and then Chris Godwin a near Pro Bowl wideout and then AB you can't really tell how good he is at the moment because he only played in eight games but um Antonio what the heck okay um 
So through the regular season, he had he had 483 yards. So that would have accounted to nearly 900 yards, which is which is also near Pro Bowl stats. Um, and then they have Scotty Miller, someone that most have not heard of, but he's a big playmaker. He actually. He arguably might have had the biggest impact in that championship game because right before half, he caught a quick touch, touchdown pass, and that just shifted momentum a lot, and the Packers just weren't able to come back. Um, so, And then they have Tyler Johnson. This is actually someone that didn't get noticed until the playoffs against the Saints because he made a super good catch that, like, it's not like, it was a like it was a super good catch. I don't think that it really like impacted the outcome of the game. I'm just saying he's a playmaker. He's not an he's not a game maker. He's a playmaker. Um speaking of playmakers, Jason Tatum is he I think that he's already on pace to have like he, he's, you could argue that he should be in, like, the top eight for MVP voting, but he's a lock for the All-Star game at this point, because he's averaging 27 points, and he's 47% from the field, 42 from deep, averaging seven boards still, he's averaging a staggering one and a half steals, like, that just means on most nights, he's causing a, a turnover. That, But that's the thing. You don't know when this is. This might be when they're trying to put the game away. If that's when it is, then you're in trouble, you know? And then he is also averaging four assists, saying that he is more of a scorer and a rebounder. That's pretty good. And if he can get that up to, like, five, he... Is he's not a front runner, but he's still got. He's probably gonna get. Or you could say that he might even get like top six in MVP voting because I actually don't know if. Because look at it this way: once LeBron, once LeBron retires, then the people leading the like the the leaders in the league, the face, the faces of the NBA are now going to be Giannis still. And you have Luka. And then you have, like, arguably you could say Nikola Jokic. But for how he's playing, do you think that once once LeBron retires, do you think that you could fit Jason Tatum into that category? Because saying that he's such a good player and saying that he's the player... That he is, he's a he's a little bit underrated. So last season he only averaged three assists. It's not like that really was why we didn't win more games. It's just you would like it for your best, well, arguably your best player to be making plays for you in the passing game, because that's why LeBron is so lethal. Because he he's so good on off. Offense at scoring that they that he has to be doubled. 
But that is why he's such a good passer, because he draws so much attention. But the fact that he can even get the ball off when he's being doubled constantly, that that is what makes him great and not just like that's what makes him a superstar and not just a star. Because if he was averaging four assists, I I honestly wouldn't think of him as an MVP runner. He, that's just because four assists from a guy that is getting doubled constantly, you would think that he would just pass it to the wide open person. I'm not saying that that works every time. I'm just saying most of the time it should. So right now, you could, like, there's, people are saying that he might be getting better. His stats don't prove that at all. He might be getting getting better at shooting threes, but that's not what the three is all about. You got, like, yeah, you're probably like, what do you mean? Everybody shoots threes. You have to be able to shoot threes. That's not all the NBA is about, because I'm saying it's like if Steph Curry only shot threes. Yes, he would be, he would still be a star player, but he wouldn't be that good if he couldn't attack the rim and pass the ball very well. Um, so, his assist and his points have declined by around three and a half. So, he's only averaging 20, 25 and a half points. His assists have dropped down to 7.8. That's, that's close to what he had last year, but that's minus three. And then his boards are, are actually the same. They're 7.7, but... When like even on even in twenty eighteen he was averaging twenty seven point four points, fifty one percent from the field, eight and a half boards, and eight and a half assists. So that's so when you look at it, he's in, wait a minute, there's not even a season that he averaged double digits in both category. Well but like he is known for having his assists and his boards nearly in the double digits, both of them, but he hasn't been doing that in his past seasons, because obviously last year he was averaging 10.2 assists, I should say, Um, still pretty good, except it could, it could use, it definitely could use some work with the boards because obviously they have a deep but he's there he's not exactly the best like he's not the best at rebounding so back over to nfl quickly um so j-o one second no okay so Matthew Stafford is now with the Rams. He was part of that trade, but it says that the it says that the Rams no, not the Rams. The Lions were trying to get Aaron Donald. There's no way like I would think that if you're giving I honestly think that if you're going to 
give someone your the best defensive player literally for the past three years that is literally actually putting your team in the playoffs every year. I'm saying without him, that team's not going to be good anymore. Because obviously that's the thing. Obviously you have Jalen Ramsey still. But that duo is just so great because because that Aaron Donald brings the pressure a lot. So then your quarterback is might be rushing their throw or just they they might even get knocked down. So with that happening, most of the time you want to throw to your number one receiver, right? But no, you don't want to do that now because then you have Jalen Ramsey, the goat of cornerbacks, covering him, and then you get picked off. So you gotta look at it that way. Um, so for some reason, for some reason, AP Adrian Peterson is still trying to keep his career going. I honestly think that he just needs to retire, retire right now. You're, he's just not that good anymore. That that's his only problem, cause he. So, obviously, for Washington in 2018, he had a 1,000-yard rushing season with a 208-yard receiving season. That's a great season. But he hasn't... So, it's been three years since a 1,000-yard rushing season, right? It's not too shabby, especially when you come close to a 1,000 the year before on the Lions. But before his... But in 2018, which was three years ago, when he had his 1,000-yard season, you have to go back another three seasons for another 1,000-yard season. And then you have to go back another two seasons. Yeah, you have to go another two seasons to find another one. And then he has a 2,000-yard one. Then he has a 900-yard one. And then it's just all 1,000 yards. So, you could say, it's just, he sh- that's just too many seasons, first of all. He's been playing in the league 13 seasons. I think that the average amount of seasons for a running back is probably around 3.5-ish. But, like, the only reason that it's up, up that high is because of players like Adrian Peterson. Because if you took out the longevity of some of these running backs, then the average would be three-ish. And three, but it's just running backs, they get hit. So really, you got to look at it this way. You're going to, unless you score a touchdown on that play, and sometimes, even when you do score a touchdown, you're going to get hit. So, that's the thing about running backs. That's why they're not in the league a bunch. Because they get hit every single play, unless that's a touchdown. And then, but that's the thing. There's still a 50% chance that you get hit on that touchdown run. So, I just think that he just needs to retire. He needs to, right now. Um. So... The one thing that does 
the one thing that does bother me about having good teams in the NFL, like the Chiefs, and obviously you're going to say, what do you mean the Bucks are super good? I'm talking about high-caliber, great teams like the Chiefs. Everybody thinks that they are going to... Obviously, they are in the Super Bowl, but everybody thinks that just because they have a good team, they're going to win the Super Bowl. Because you're probably like, what do, what do you mean? They have a trio of all-pro players. Actually, they have four all-pro players. We're not going to mention... We're not going to mention the fourth guy, because he's really not that great. Um, so they got Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, and Patrick Mahomes. But when you look at it, they have they have some... It's not like... Because a lot of teams look at them as unstoppable. They have many weaknesses, though. So first comes with pass rushing. Obviously, they have pro bowler Chris Jones, but even him, he's not hes not that great of a player. And then in the secondary, they don't have good cornerbacks. They don't have good cornerbacks. They don't have a good strong – no, they don't have a good free safety, but then their strong safety is an all-pro. But the thing about Tyree and Matthew, the honey badger, um, with him, he – like, there are so many good safeties in the league, but they're just not all pro level. Like, there's some players that I would rather than him. Like, I would probably rather Jamal Adams than him, if I'm being honest. But then you have guys like Darwin James. He's he's a super good player. Like, he is out of this world, kind of. So... In, well, he was pretty good the last season, but so for Chris Jones, he has seven and a half sacks. That, that's not all that good because obviously he, in 2018, he had 15 and a half sacks. That is like... If you're if you have an offensive lineman that is an all pro in that season, I bet he got bull rushed every single time. But that's the thing. So, oh, he also forced a safety. Great job, and and he got two forced fumbles. But he only had seven and a half sacks. That's not what you want from a pro bowler. You're like I'm talking. If you want to consider him is one of the best defensive linemen in the league. I need at least 10 sacks. Because, like, even... Let's look at Aaron Donald. Let's look at Aaron Donald. Um, So, during his career, he's only had two seasons during his six-year career where he had a less than 10 sacks. And in his rookie year, he had nine sacks. That's that's already better than Chris Jones. But the thing is, he's also a rookie, and he only came one sack away. And then he had eight in his third season, but I think he also played less games that season. And that's still only two sacks away. 
Um, but okay, the craziest thing, the craziest thing about Aaron Donald is in 2018, he had a, a an offensive lineman killing 20 and a half sacks. There is something that shouldn't be possible. Okay, to explain that, so he had four more sacks, no, four and a half more sacks than there are in an NFL season, than there are games in an NFL season. If he had 16, that would be mind-blowing, because that means he had at least, well, okay, not, it's not guaranteed, but that means that most of the time, it means he had a guaranteed sack in, it, in at least 10 of the games. But 20 and a half sacks, that shouldn't be, like, he, but that's also just how he's built. He's just full of speed, but he's yet so, like, he's, he's super fast. Saying that he's 300 pounds, he's super fast. He's super powerful. So that's, and then his strength is just what makes him unblockable. Um, if Chris Jones could do that, then the, then I, I would let someone literally say that the Chiefs are unstoppable straight to my face. But that is all because we have some time restraints right now because the Super Bowl is going to be starting in an hour, and this needs to upload. So, yeah, I will see you guys next time. Bye.